people have been asking, and it is finally here. My next live event, Work On Your Game Live, is taking place. Write these dates down. February 3rd and 4th, that's a Friday and a Saturday, here in beautiful, sunny, warm Miami, Florida, February 2023, February 3rd and 4th. At this event, we're going to help you achieve three specific things. You can write these things down too. Number one, help you raise your level of performance, because as I always say, this is a performance-based business that we are in. Number two, increase the consistency of your performance, which means you don't only perform at a high level, but you can do it over and over and over again. And number three, you're going to make more money in your business. If you are into making more money and generating more revenue in your business, we're going to do all of that. Those three things, performance, consistency, revenue, at Work On Your Game Live. Now, how we're going to do that are four specific things, the mindset that you need to show up every day and do the work, the strategy so that you have a game plan of action, the system so that you can execute the strategy consistently without fail, with very little variation from moment to moment, and the execution to go and get it done over and over and over again. Those are just details. But just keep these three things in mind that I told you at the top. Performance, consistency, income. If you are interested in any one of those three things or two of them or all three, go to workonyourgame.live. Again, workonyourgame.live. Get your ticket to the event. I am hosting. I will be teaching the entire two days. We'll give you food and snacks and coffee and donuts and all that. We have VIP dinners both nights that are optional if you would like to join. And I mean, it's Miami. Who doesn't want to be in Miami in the middle of February when it's the coldest part of the year everywhere else in the United States? Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. Then text me. Let me know that you're coming. And we're going to know who everybody is, who needs to meet who. I'm going to make sure everybody gets exactly what you need out of that. You will not leave that room unless you have a full game plan moving forward of action to take your business where it needs to go. Workonyourgame.live. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now. 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone. Free. Every day. Daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The most successful people are unwilling to accept anything that does not live up to the standards that they have set or is going outside of the lines of the parameters that they have in place or the outcomes that they have decided to achieve. Stayallday.com. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself 
to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is massive intolerance. Yes, massive intolerance, not tolerance, but intolerance. Now I'll explain where that comes from, what it means, and what you can do with it, of course, once we get into the meat of this episode. But before we get there, let me remind you all three specific things. First of all, you want to get my daily motivation text free of charge straight to your phone every single morning. Message guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. And why would you not? Since you're already listening to this show, here's what you do. Text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And let me know you want to get that daily motivation. You'll be getting that every day starting tomorrow. Number two, if you have not yet claimed your free copy of my book called The Mirror of Motivation, the Self-Guide and Self-Discipline. This book is all about asking yourself and answering the question who you need to be as a person, not what you need to do, but who you need to be as a person. This is a question that many people never even uh, consider asking themselves. This book is going to help you ask the question and help you answer it. Get your free copy of the book by going to mirrorofmotivation.com. The book's free. Just cover the shipping. Number three, if you have not yet gotten your ticket to my next live event called Work On Your Game Live, which is taking place February 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida. That is two full days with me. We're going to going to help you achieve three specific things. Number one, step your level of performance up at what you do professionally. Number two, make sure that it is consistent. So you're not just stepping up your performance based on hype or motivation because you know we don't play those games over here. We're going to talk about making it consistent, which requires you to have a system and a strategy for doing these things all the time. I'm going to show you exactly how that's done because that's what I specialize in. And number three, the result. The result is you making more money, having more followers, having more success, getting more outcomes in your business. If you're interested in those three things, performance, consistency, results, get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live and I will see you in Miami February 3rd and 4th, 2023 for that event. Now, with that said, let's get into today's topic. And I actually could give you one more. You want any of you interested in being coached by me? I get people who ask me often, Dre, do you offer any kind of coaching? I do offer coaching. I have one coaching program, not two, not seven one coaching program. If you would like to get into that program, understand you cannot just sign up. I can't just send you to a page and you pay and you get into my program. Only work with people who I want to work with. I screen everybody who comes into my coaching program. If you are interested in being coached by me, here's what you have to do. First of all, you got to go to workonyourgame.net. Workonyourgame.net. There's a free training on that page. That training is about 45 minutes long. You're going to watch that training because that training gives you an overview and a framework of exactly what we're doing over here. Watch the training. At the end of the training, there's a link that will come up that allows you to schedule a time on my calendar. We will get on a call. The call does not cost you anything. We'll get on this call. We're going to talk about where you're at, where you want to go, and how I can possibly help you get there. Watch that training. Click the link at the end of the training, and you can schedule a time to talk with me. And there we will talk about, we'll find out where you're at. And if you sound like someone who would be a good candidate for working in Work On Your Game University, then I'll tell you what that is, what it looks like, what exactly it entails, and all of that. Again, that's at workonyourgame.net. All right, so four things. I got I said three, I gave you four. So with all that said, now let's get into today's topic, which is massive intolerance. And I heard Dan Kennedy, who's a, an old-timer marketer guy. He's a guy who's around doing marketing stuff like before I was born, literally before I was born before the internet was the internet. And he was doing a lot of stuff with people who run no brick and mortar businesses, things like that. But I was at an event where Dan was speaking earlier this year, and I heard him say this, and it dovetails with what we discussed in episodes number 21, 22, and also episodes 2097. So in episode number 21, 22, 
We talked about how to identify and eliminate the unacceptable. And in episode 2097, we talked about why standards still matter. That's really what this episode is going to be about here today is eliminating things that are unacceptable and having standards that let you know what's acceptable and what's not. So when it comes to being intolerant, we're talking about being intolerant of things that are not acceptable. Now, the challenge for many of you is that you can't articulate what's acceptable and what's not. And the reason why you can't articulate it is not because not because there's anything necessarily wrong with you. It's simply because you don't have any standards. See, if you don't have standards, then you don't have a Mendoza line, so to speak, that says, okay, anything above this line is okay. And anything below this line is not okay. That's what a standard is. A standard is a line that says, don't cross this line, because if you cross this line, then that means you're doing something that is not okay. Many of you simply, when it comes to running your businesses, and actually, we don't need to be talking about business here, folks. We can talk about when it comes to your health, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to the way you're taking care of yourself, when it comes to the way you operate on a daily basis. Many of you simply do not have standards. You don't have a line. So therefore, if something is not going the way that it needs to go, you would be the last one to know because you don't have a clear parameter that says this is okay, but this is not okay. All right. A level eight is okay, but a level seven is not okay. You need to know what your standards are. And when you don't have standards, then you can't even entertain what we're going to talk about here in today's conversation. So I would suggest that everybody, if you have not already, go listen to episodes 2122 and episode 2097. If you have listened to them before, yet you still don't have any standards in place in your life or your business, then what you need to do is go listen to them again because you just listened to them for entertainment purposes, but you didn't do anything with what you heard. Now, I want you all to understand that this show right here, I understand many of you listen to it when you're in the gym or you're exercising, you're on a walk, or you might be washing dishes or you might be driving. Understand that this show is not entertainment, folks. I don't do this for entertainment purposes. Now, I understand that you may be entertained by some of the things that I share and some of the things that I say. Maybe you even agree with a lot of things that I say. I would guess mostly if you keep listening, you probably agree with a lot of stuff that I'm saying, even if you weren't already thinking it. But once you hear it, it makes sense to you. You like it. I want you to understand. I don't tell you this stuff just so you can nod your head and agree and say this is great. I tell you this stuff because you need to be actually applying it to your business and to your life. That's the purpose of this show. Notice the category that this show is listed under is in the education category. And education means to bring forth knowledge out of another person. That's what we're doing here today. And that's what we do every day here on the show. So you need to be applying the stuff that you hear on the Work On Your Game Masterclass. Now, I know some of the other shows that some of you may listen to is more for entertainment and it's funny and it allows you to kind of turn, turn the off switch, turn your brain to the off switch and you don't really have to think. But that's not what this is. So I want to make sure everybody understands that. Some of you already inherently get it, but many people don't. I got to make sure I say that every once in a while. So most of what I'm going to say here today is going to be within the point. So I don't need to give too much of a background besides what I've already given on this one, but I will give a definition of the word intolerance. Just so, as I usually do, I'm making sure that everyone understands what page we're on when I'm using this word intolerance. Because again, these days you got people who are on having launching a full out attack on the dictionary and a full out attack on truth. So I got to make sure I define words so people know where I'm coming from on certain topics. So the definition of intolerance is unwillingness to accept views, beliefs, or behaviors that differ from one's own. Today, I'm telling you why you need to be completely intolerant, meaning unwilling to accept any view, any belief, or any behavior that differs from those that are aligned with your personal standards. Everybody get where I'm coming from. Good. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is massive intolerance. Number one, the most successful people are the least compromising. I'm going to take a sip of water while you think on that point right there. The most successful people are the least compromised. If I have any athletes 
who are listening to the show or anyone who's involved in sports, period, whether you're a parent with a child who plays sports, whether you're a coach who is coaching a sports team, whether you're a performer who actually plays sports or maybe you used to play sports or even if you're none of those and you just like watching sports. One thing that you'll notice is the best players are the players who are least compromising when it comes to even their teammates stepping their game up and picking up the slack and just doing their job. You'll notice that the most successful players, the ones that you hear about, the ones that you're probably a fan of, they are at least compromising about cutting slack to their teammates when their teammates don't do their jobs. Usually you'll notice this with a quarterbacks in football, for example, or maybe the star players on certain basketball teams. You'll notice this often. Those are sports that I, I follow the most, but in other sports, this applies just as well. And on the coaching side of things, the best coaches are usually the ones that are at least compromising with their players. Like They do not tolerate their players not doing their job, not following their assignments, not doing what they're supposed to do. It is unacceptable. They are intolerant of it. To give you an example, I heard this story from uh, this guy named Tony Gonzalez. If you're a football fan, American football, that is, you may know who he is. Tony Gonzalez is a Hall of Famer who played tight end for most of his career. He played for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think he played, from my memory serves correctly, played for the Atlanta Falcons for a little while after that. But he retired years back, and he did some TV. I don't know where Tony Gonzalez is at now, but he made the Hall of Fame. And I don't know when he told the story. It might have been just he was being interviewed somewhere, but I remember him telling this story. That one year he played in the Pro Bowl, and the Pro Bowl is the NFL's version of the All-Star game. And actually, speaking of the Pro Bowl, NFL just recently announced he's just not going to have the game anymore because the players just don't really play hard in the game. They're trying to not get hurt. But anyway, this is when the Pro Bowl did exist. They would have an all-star game of football players. And Tony Gonzalez, in this game, he was playing on special teams. It was like when the ball gets kicked off and stuff like that. Now, he's a guy. Star players on football teams usually don't participate in special teams. But in the Pro Bowl, everybody's a star player. So he was on special team. So at one point in the game, this in the all-star game, he is on special teams and he's going down on kick coverage, which means his job is to try to tackle the guy with the ball. And Tony, he kind of half-assed the play. He didn't really try to hit anybody. He didn't do anything. He kind of was just basically trying to preserve his body on the play. And this is, again, in the All-Star game. The game is played in Honolulu, Hawaii at this time. This is really a festive event. Nobody's trying to get hurt or play too hard in the game. So Tony Gonzalez did that kind of half-assed during the play. And he's running back to the sideline after this play. And the coach of the Pro Bowl team that year was a guy by the name of Bill Belichick. And if you're a football fan, you know him. He's the coach of the New England Patriots still to this day. Probably one of the greatest coaches of all time, at least by his win-loss record in the Super Bowls he has acquired. And as he's Tony Gonzalez running back to the sideline, Bill Belichick mumbles to Tony Gonzalez, like, damn it, Gonzalez, would you fucking hit somebody? And Bill Belichick was dead serious. He was not joking. That he was letting Tony Gonzalez know, like, yes, yes, this is the Pro Bowl. He didn't say all this part. I'm adding this. Yes, this is the Pro Bowl. Yes, this is in Hawaii. Yes, this is the All-Star game. Yes, I know you're a superstar, but damn it, if you're going to be playing in the game, play the right way. That's Again, this is my context that I'm adding. And this is the story that Tony Gonzalez is uh, telling about him playing in the Pro Bowl. Bill Belichick calling him out for not hitting somebody during the uh, kickoff at the Pro Bowl. So this is what Tony says, continuing in the story. Later in the game, Tony Gonzalez is on special teams again. And this time, based on what Bill Belichick admonished him with, Tony Gonzalez runs down and he just that knocks the hell out of somebody on the next kickoff. And as he's running back off the field this time, Belichick mumbles under his breath. All right, good job, Gonzalez. And paraphrasing, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was less words the second time. Just letting him know, okay, yeah, you did your job like you're supposed to. The whole point is this. Bill Belichick became who he became, not because he puts his foot on the gas pedal and then takes his foot off the gas pedal. It's He's completely uncompromising about the players on his team doing their job. I'll tell you another story about Bill Belichick. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's a guy named TJ Moe who played briefly in the NFL. 
And during his brief time in the NFL, he was a wide receiver. He was in training camp with the New England Patriots. And this year, as a wide receiver, you know, you receive passes from the quarterback. The quarterback of the Patriots for many years is a guy named Tom Brady, who is another guy who's going to go down as one of the greatest football players of all time based on his Super Bowl wins. And one day in training camp, they're doing a drill. And Tom Brady's throwing passes to the wide receivers. And Tom Brady throws this very poorly thrown pass to one of the wide receivers. This is in training camp. And this is with the Patriots who had already won multiple Super Bowls. Tom Brady's already looked at as maybe the best player in the NFL. And when he throws this bad pass, Bill Belichick just rips into Tom Brady in front of the whole team. And he says, God damn it, Brady, I can get the quarterback from Foxborough High to throw a better pass than that bullshit that you just threw. And Foxborough is the name of the city where the New England Patriots play. Foxborough High. So he said, I can get the quarterback from the local high school and throw a better pass than that bullshit that you just threw. He says this to the best player in the league, Tom Brady, in the middle of the entire team. And again, he was not joking. And TJ Moe related this story because what happens is after the drill is over, all the wide receivers, you know, they're gathered together. They're running to a different part of the field. And Randy Moss was on the team at this time. He was wide receiver, superstar wide receiver, Hall of Famer in his own right. And Randy Moss looks at the other guys on the team, the other wide receivers while they're all together after Bill Belichick just ripped into Tom Brady in front of everybody. And Randy Moss says, yo, Bill Belichick talks to Tom Brady like that? Because Randy Moss wasn't used to seeing this. And the other guys on the team said that Randy Moss, hey, he talks to everybody like that. Nobody is above the standard, no matter who you are. And this is the point that I want to make here. Um, We're still on point number one. The most successful people are unwilling to accept anything that does not live up to the standards that they have set or is going outside of the lines or the parameters that they have in place or the outcomes that they have decided to achieve. I want you all to understand, I'm taking so much time on this point because this is the very reason why they become successful and is the reason why they remain successful. Not because they are open to and willing to engage with anything and everything that comes around, because there are too many things in life for everyone to get anything done if you have that mentality, that you're going to just entertain every possibility and everything that could be different. No, you have a standard and you leave that standard exactly where it is. Successful people get clear on exactly what they want and what they don't want, and they keep everything within that box. Everybody hear that? Successful people get clear on exactly what they want and what they don't want, and they keep everything within that box and nothing changes. They don't tolerate not having the things that they want, and they don't tolerate the presence of things that they don't want. Something is present that is not supposed to be there, they immediately get rid of it. And this rigidity, or if you will, this lack of flexibility that some of you who are listening to this, you may have some more new age thinking where you're more open minded to all possibilities and we could look into anything and everything and we should just be open to everything. And there are times in life when you can be like this. For example, if you're just exploring new possibilities, you're not quite sure where you want to be or what you want to do. Yeah, you could be more open, a lot more open to a lot of things because you haven't decided where you want to go. But once you're clear on exactly what you want, then this is when the rigidity or lack of flexibility, same thing, comes into play. Bill Belichick knew what he wanted. He wanted to win the Super Bowl and he knew what it took to win the Super Bowl. Therefore, he didn't need to be open to new ideas. He had his ideas and everyone else had to fit into what the boss wanted. All right. And this is the main reason why he became successful. And the reason why he remained successful. To give you another example, just recently from when I'm recording this, it'll be a, a few weeks old by the time you all hear this. But there was a situation where Kanye West and Kyrie Irving, two prominent entertainers in different spaces, but entertainers, both said things that somehow, some way, and we don't need to get into the details of, I wrote extensively about both of these, by the way, for those of you who don't know, they offended the Jewish community in some way, and they both faced penalties for doing so. And one of the things that I wrote when I wrote about specifically the Kanye story, because that one happened first and the Kyrie happened after that, is that even though 
Kanye had said some things that offended the black community. It was when he said some things that offended the Jewish community that he really started to face some backlash. And there are many theories as to people talk about why this is or you no. Know, why did people just get mad when he said something about the black community, but he got real penalties when he said something about the Jewish community? And what I wrote in my articles, and you can find this on Substack, is workonyourgame.substack.com, by the way, or look on my Facebook page or my, yeah, or my Facebook page. Those are the two places you can find the full articles if you're on my email list, you got the emails. But one of the things that I said is that the Jewish community has certain standards that the black community simply doesn't have, period. There are certain standards that they have. Now, yes, do they have some tangible power that maybe the black community doesn't have? Sure. But I don't believe that's the main thing. See, the tangible thing is usually the convenient answer that people go to when something's not going the way they want it to go. That's in any area of life. When the actual root of the tangible resource is the mindset, it's the standard. And one of the things that I wrote about the Kanye situation is that when Kanye said what he said that offended Jewish people, we're not going to go into detail exactly what it was. You may know about it if you don't go read my article, is that they have certain standards that they don't tolerate people saying things about their group that they're not okay with. They have a standard that if that line gets crossed, there's an immediate response from the entire community as a whole, whereas other communities don't have those standards. And I'll give you an example. This was years back. There was a book written by Charles Barkley and Mike Wilbon. Many of you know Charles Barkley is a former NBA player. He's a TV broadcaster now, probably more famous from TV than he is from playing basketball. And he did a book together with a guy named Mike Wilbon. Now, Mike Wilbon is a journalist at least he used to be a journalist. I mean, he kind of had to trade in his journalism chops to be, work for ESPN. Different conversation for a different day. But he's on a TV show called Pardon the Interruption, which is where he became more famous from TV than being a journalist. And Mike Wilbon's pardon, Mike Wilbon's a black guy. His TV partner on PTI, Pardon the Interruption is a show, is a Jewish guy by the name of Tony Kornheiser. And I remember reading this book that Charles Barkley and Mike Wilbon did together years back. And Charles Barkley said this in the book. He said that and he was intimating, I don't remember the exact words that he said, but he said the black community simply doesn't have the same standards as other communities. And he said, Charles said, that he went to Tony Kornheiser and asked Tony Kornheiser a question. He said, Tony, when the Jewish community notices that you have an idiot in your community, a person who is bringing the, the quality of the environment down, bringing the community down, not doing the right things, not representing the community right, what do you do? And Tony Kornheiser's response was very brief. He said, we get rid of them. And Charles Barkley shared that in the book. And then he went on and said, well, in the black community, we don't do that. We allow the idiots to stay around the community. We celebrate the idiots. We tolerate the idiots. We even defend the idiots. And then we wonder why our community isn't progressing the way that other communities do. All of this is part of the point that I'm making here. We're still on point number one. What standards do you have and do you actually uphold the standards? Too many of you listeners to death have been conditioned on this mindset of being open to anything and everything, even things that are below your standards, and you know they're below your standards, you allow them anyway, and allowing everything an audience in your mind. Everything does not deserve an audience in your mind. In other words, you don't need to entertain every new idea when you know is not what you want or what you need. Sometimes you need to be intolerant, close the doors, and not be open-minded to new things when you are clear on what your standards are. Point number two, today's topic once again is massive intolerance. Number two, look at that definition of intolerance again, which is unwillingness to accept views, beliefs, or behavior that are different from your own. Unwillingness to accept things outside of your frame of mind when you already know what you want. All right, why would you accept anything that goes outside of it? Again, the exception is those of you who are not sure what you want right now. You could be open to pretty much anything because you need to explore. But at some point, you need to close the doors. At some point, you can't let everything in and you need to get focused on what exactly you're going to do. When you know you want something done a certain way, why would you accept it being done half of that way or 80% of that way? 
When you know you don't want interruptions, why would you accept an interruption or a distraction, even if someone has a very good reason for interrupting you? See, one thing that's happening in society today is that there are very smart people using uh, clever language tools to open people up, people like you and me, to accepting things that had generally been unacceptable to us. And you can look around in society and you may have a different set of those things that are unacceptable to you than I have that are unacceptable to me. But there are very smart people who are using their language tools to manipulate people with this. Okay, so you should be open to this. So for example, there is one thing that has happened is that we had back in the day before I was alive, we had the civil rights movement for black people to grant civil rights and just basic human rights to black people in the United States of America. Everybody knows about that. It was celebrated. It, you no know, quote unquote, worked. And you no know, black people now have civil rights in America. So we can say that it worked. The reason why I said quote unquote is because of it got conflated with many other things at the exact same time. And what's happening these days, you have some very clever people who are trying to get these same rights for, let's say, the concept of transgenderism or a boy becoming a girl or a girl becoming a boy or a boy or a girl saying, no, I'm not a boy or a girl. I'm an it or they or them. And people are supposed to accept this. And what these people are doing, one of their tools, one of their tricks, they got many, but one of their tricks is to use this language of civil rights. Well, look, if black people are allowed to get rights and women were allowed to get rights, why should we deny rights to a transgender person who's decided that they were born a boy, but now they decided that they're a girl? Why can't we give rights to them? They're using these language tools to open you up to this new idea. And you had to be just as clever as they are to catch them on their, what I consider to be bullshit and not allow it. But people who are really good at this, they're really good at insinuating these new ideas into other people's minds. And this is one of the things that's happened in this society. I'm just using that that topic as an example because one that I've been noticing lately, but there are other topics as well. And you may notice others. And then they use those same tools. Here's what they do is they'll try to use those same tools of language to guilt or shame you if you won't go along with the idea that they're trying to implement. And again, some of you may have noticed this, especially if you have kids who are in school. Now, if you're not good at noticing and strongly pushing back against the nonsense, they will massage their way into changing your actions and thoughts into exactly what they want your mindset to be. This is why having a strong conviction of what you believe in and what you don't believe in matters a lot. So many of you might be going through life thinking, well, you know, I'm just open to everything. You know, I'm not going to go against anything. I'm just open to any idea and any person can be who they want to be and think how they want to think. And I'm not telling you that you're wrong if that's the way that you want to conduct yourself. Understand, though, when you leave your doors open to anyone, then anyone will walk in. Everybody follow what I'm saying? So you got to decide to whom are the doors open and to whom are the doors closed. People who don't have these convictions are easily persuaded into believing what other people want you to believe, not what you want to believe. And in any engagement between two human beings, the person who has the strongest beliefs controls the situation. Point number three, today's topic once again is massive intolerance. And this is a good thing. Number three, the intolerant of so many things means that your mental doors, as I just said, are always wide open. And that means any person can walk right in and make themselves at home in your mind. They can plant any idea they want into your mind because you have decided that you want to be open to anything and everything. And again, there are things that you should be open to and you can be open to. You get to decide what they are. But I also am suggesting here today, by virtue of this topic, that you shouldn't be open to everything. There are some things that it's okay to say no to. Back in the days, those of you who are old enough to remember, they used to have this TV campaign that the government funded called Say No to Drugs. It was a Say No to Drugs campaign. It was just Say No. And there were all kinds of commercials. They had the commercials with the eggs frying. They would say, this is your brain. And the eggs would start frying. They would say, this is your brain on drugs. 
And they would have examples of kids having arguments with their parents and pointing out to their parents, hey, I learned how to use drugs by watching you. And the parent would have this this light bulb moment, like, damn, I'm the one who influenced my kid to become a drug user. And they had the junkies, crash test dummy junkies from using drugs. And they had this dog, the crime dog, say say no to drugs, McGruff dog, the dog say no to drugs. It used to be this campaign. I'm bringing that up to explain that there was a time when you were you were encouraged by the powers that be to close your mental doors to certain ideas. Say no to this. Look where we're at now. Now you have people saying, well, we need to be completely tolerant and open to any and all lifestyle ideas, suggestions, and ways of being. Doesn't matter what it is. We got to be open to everything. This is how things have shifted. And again, I'm not telling you what decision that you need to make, but I'm also letting you know things have shifted for a reason. And you can think about those reasons are yourself. I've talked about them extensively here on the show, but you got to decide when your doors get closed, because if you leave your doors open and anything can walk in, I mean, think about it when you go into your home, wherever you live, do you leave the door wide open for anything or anyone to just walk into your house when they feel like it or to look into your house if they want to see what's going on? No, you close the door and often most of you probably lock the door. Why? Because everybody ain't allowed in your house. What goes on behind that closed door is your business. And you got to decide mentally, where does that door get closed? See, it's fine to keep the door open when you don't have an idea of what you want or you're in a brainstorming period. But those times eventually have to come to an end and you got to get focused. When you get clear on what you want and notice this is a common point through common theme through the points here today, you shut the door and you become intolerant of anything that doesn't go along with your clearly defined outcome. So we come back to that million dollar question. Where is that for you? If you don't know where that is, then you can't be intolerant of anything because you don't know where your line is. You don't know where your lines are, what your standards are. Because if you don't know what you stand for, then you don't know what you're up against. You don't know what you're not standing for. So if you don't know what you want, you don't know what to reject. If you don't know what the outcome is, you don't know what the outcome is not. That's why all these things matter. That's why having a system and having a strategy matters because this is where you get clear on what is okay, what is not okay. What are our measurables? How do we know this is working? How do we know this is not working? But first, you got to get clear on where you're trying to go before we can do any of that. And that's why at Work On Your Game Live, we are going to go extensively into all of this stuff that I'm talking about here. So I'm not just telling you this to whet your appetite. Actually, I am telling you this to whet your appetite, but I'm not going to leave you there with an appetite and then not tell you how to get the food. I'm going to tell you how to get the food by getting your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live and coming to my event in February. But let me recap today's class. And I'll talk about that again in a second. Topic again today is massive intolerance. And I talked about this in episodes 2122 and 2197 about what is acceptable, what's not acceptable, and also setting standards. Definition of intolerance is unwillingness to accept views, beliefs, or behavior that are different from yours. Number one, most successful people are the least compromising individuals. I told you multiple stories about that. They are unwilling to accept anything that goes against the standards that they have set or colors outside of the lines and the parameters that they have in place. This is the very reason why they are successful. Yes, they are rigid. Yes, they are inflexible. And it's the reason why they succeed, not because they are open to anything and everything. Point number two, unwillingness to accept things outside of your own frame of mind. When you know what you want, you know what's okay and what's not okay. All right, so you don't need to be open to everything when you're clear on what you want. See, I'm clear on exactly how I want this show, the Work On Your Game Masterclass to go. And I know what standards I've set for now, how I want people listening to the show, the type of people I want to attract to being on the show, the kind of people I want not being on, but listening to the show, subscribing to the show, being fans of the show, the kind of people who I want to be in my audience. I know exactly what that is. So I don't need to be open to anybody else's ideas on how I should do things on this show. And one thing that's happening in society today is some very smart people are using language tools to manipulate the population, manipulate the populace into accepting ideas that they generally would not accept. But by using these language tools, they're tricking people into doing it. So you got to be clear on what you are about and what you're not about so you can catch 
yourself when they are trying to manipulate you into accepting something that you generally would not accept. Number three, being tolerant of anything and everything means your mental doors are always wide open, which means anybody can walk into your house. Now, look at your home where you are right now or where you live right now. Do you leave your doors wide open? I don't mean unlocked, but wide open. So anybody can just walk in, take something if they want, sit on your couch, watch TV, go in your refrigerator if they want to. Most of you probably don't do that. Why? Because what goes on in your house and what's in your house is yours. And you don't need to leave it open to other people if you don't want to. Well, your mind is the exact same way. How much are you leaving your mind open to other people just telling you that you should think something that you don't want to think? You need to be massively intolerant of anything that does not go along with your clearly defined convictions, beliefs, and outcomes. The challenge for many of you, though, is that you don't have any. All right, that's why you can't you can't be clear on this. You need to decide what they are. You should sit down and actually take time on this. Because if you don't know what they are, if you don't know what you want, you don't know what to reject. If you don't know what you're decided outcome is and you don't know what the outcome is not. That's why all this stuff matters. All that said, text me, get my daily motivation to your phone every day. My number is 305-384-6894. Secondly, go get your free copy of the Mirror Motivation by going to mirrorofmotivation.com. Third, go to workonyourgame.live. You can see all the details about my event. I already told you about it. If you know your comments, just go get the ticket. All right, don't hesitate. Don't think about it. Don't say I'm going to get it next week because next week becomes never week. Go get your ticket right now so that you can actually make some real moves, tangible moves about taking your life and your business to the next level. Again, it's at workonyourgame.live is where you get your ticket. And any of you who's interested in coaching, go to workonyourgame.net. Watch the training at the end of the training. A button will come up for you to schedule a time to get on a call with me. And we'll talk about what we need to talk about at that time. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.